2: At luckylandslots.com.
0: Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group, void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. Accident. All systems go.
2: Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio.
0: This now our order. Live in the studio.
2: It's the Out of Bounds Show with Low Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds Radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. All set. Let's go. The Zone.
3: Where are all those old Miss fans that were on my Twitter feed last Friday? I still haven't found them. I want to know where they are. They must be in the Grove or the Onyx Bar or somewhere. Oh, man. If you can't have any fun, I can't help you. They were all, I mean, we looked at the analytics on Friday. There were thousands and thousands and thousands of people who aren't following the Twitter feed at Bo Bound's. On the timeline, baby. And then it was crickets after the, uh, the Ole Miss LSU game. I, I didn't hear from anybody. I was sipping on a little vino and didn't hear from anybody on Saturday night. Oh, well. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I got to hang out with the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge crew yesterday. Had a good time with them. Always fun to catch up and hear about what all is going on at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club and the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge and Philip M's and Mom and M's, their new restaurant. So uh, good to see them. And we'll be up there soon for a big show, and we're excited about that. The uh, show is obviously brought to you by DancingRabbitGolf.com. Book your stay and play right now, DancingRabbitGolf, uh, dot com, and hit the lounge and the sportsbook and... Philip M's. We're streaming live for you on the Out of Bounds radio app and the Zone1059.com. Uh you can hit us up on the Farm Bureau Insurance call in line six oh one nine nine no six zero one seven zero seven thirty seven I'm sitting here looking at what I wrote down last Friday on my notes. And uh when I, but I was on remote last Friday. 601-707-3750. Uh, RRB's been wearing out the Farm Bureau insurance call-in line, and we've had a couple of Jackson State callers, which I thought was really cool, too, considering they're hosting game day. Um, in two to, Well, basically 48 hours. I mean, they get out there at like 4 a.m. and then kick off. Is it 8 o'clock now?
1: It is 8 central. Yeah. Yep.
3: And it, they it used to be 9, and then... They added I wonder how long ago it was that they added an hour. It's been a while.
1: Because since SEC Nation started, game day's been at eight, and that was 2014. Fourteen. Yeah. Okay.
3: Uh Twitter, Twitter, Twitter at Bo Bounds. And uh jump in the timeline. Come on. Bring it. Bring it, bring it, bring it. Uh, like an ex-girlfriend. And your Ag Up Equipment Text line. Ag Up Equipment Text Line. 601. 601- Eight eight five three seven seven six. Yeah, so you know, I had my thirty year reunion. Uh, Whoa, this weekend, and the Saturday party happened to be at my club, the clubhouse where I live. So it was just right down the street, and it was wonderful. To, well, they they bun they bundled three classes, uh, because I guess that's what they do. I'm not sure. Yeah, <laughs> get the numbers up. <laughs> yeah, well, I realized they... Uh, yeah, I never really studied our senior... Uh, what class? Your, your, picture, graduate, your graduating yeah, yeah. class, yeah. So they put all three of them up in the in the clubhouse? Yeah. And I. It, that's when it dawned on me this many years later how few people we had at MRA. Y'all were... It was early in MRA's yeah, existence, yeah. So all three were under 40 i think are you serious i'm dead serious wow and i thought about i said one how in the hell did we compete in sports yeah the fact i started like my grade was not very athletic um i mean i was but um and and i was looking at you know i was like there just weren't that many people no but i mean i had a wonderful time it was an amazing experience and i'm glad you know it was so good to see people i'm blown away with the success of, of the people that have gone on and done different things in life. We had people in from Minneapolis and Nashville and all these different places. But um, I, I was looking at the, the, I'd never sat there and looked at the three pictures. Mm-hmm. And so and it wasn't at the party because you can't really do that at the party. I, I did it on Saturday morning because I had to meet two of the girls that were, or women, who were helping uh, set it up. And I just sat there and I stared at the, the, the three senior class pictures. I was like, I think it was 40 and under in all three, um, which is really wild. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, but we had a great time and, uh, it was a lot of fun. I have not with three classes, it's kind of both weird and cool, uh, just because it's a mix of. Were you yeah. the middle, oldest, or youngest? Middle.
1: Okay, y'all were the middle class. Yeah. See, that's the best one to be because then you get people well, I, I that you people knew both sides. Yeah. yeah. And when you
3: play sports, you know even more people. That's true. Very true. And once y'all I go mean, to because school. Because all the, you, you forget when you're in the moment, you don't think about it. But all the bus rides, you know, MRA had no money. I mean, you know, we were on buses. I can't even believe they were able to get from point A to B. Uh, now MRA's got, you know, lots of money. I mean, I, I look at, like, the stuff that, that the the programs, which is great. I mean, they have resources, um, and that's wonderful. I don't even know how we fielded the teams that we Ooh, fielded.
1: Facts. Uh, MRA averages 112 kids per class just based on their 2021 enrollment. I mean, yeah, that's just an average. Right. But, um, at prep, our class was the smallest either direction, like five years. We were 99 people total. And we were the smallest. And preps had
3: a bunch of 140s and 150s. The, the class
1: like two below us was like a 143 or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it was a massive class.
3: I think I graduated with 39.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 90, we were we were 99 people, 66 boys, 33 girls. I just remember that because it was such a weird split to be exactly yeah. that way. Two-thirds, one-third. It was a good time. I had a good time. Yeah, yeah. It, was, so, it was wonderful to see uh, just a bunch of people. Did, that- did you have re- high school reunion guy? You know, you know that guy who high lives who lives for the high school reunion? If that, I did...
3: Okay, I don't want to surprise you. I didn't stay long. Well, <laughs> not surprising okay, at all. Okay, <laughs> but I did work... the I, my, my goal was to go to every table and visit with people, and I did. And I didn't want to be... Uh, a lot of times at these type things, you just kind of get in your group and you stay in one yeah. area of the... Where, yeah. whatever room you're in. Yeah.
1: You gravitate to the people. Yeah. You I, I didn't yeah. want to do
3: that. So I knew I was, I wanted to get back and watch, uh, A&M and I, I wasn't worried about Mississippi state, and bam, obviously. Okay. So I want, but I want A&M is playing Ole Miss and this Jimbo thing continues to kind of build. Okay. What, what is going to happen? We're, we're still trying to wrap our brains around. Will they really make the call at 87 million In December, I talked to someone who I really, really respect in our business yesterday, and they said, he's gone. And I could not... This guy does not... He doesn't jump on message boards and do crazy... He doesn't even go to message boards, but... And do crazy posts and doesn't get on Twitter and and act like a a madman. This guy has been successful. He's level-headed. You know what I'm saying? And I I said, no, I don't... I can't believe you said that. He said, I... I think Ole Miss wins this weekend. He's not going to get it back rolling. And he's done. And he said, I can't believe I'm saying that either. But I'm telling you, I think they're making a move. And this guy knows everybody, everywhere in the business. Clown X.
1: I'm just telling you, Jimbo Fisher's going to get run out the stadium this weekend. It's going to be bad. And when you lose... And
3: Lane's coming for blood.
1: Well, that's what I was about to say. When you lose... Even
3: though he hasn't lost. He's only played him once. They didn't play... The first year and last year Lane absolutely embarrassed him uh Jimbo in Oxford
1: when you lose four, like the four straight and you lose the last one at home to LSU I don't know if they lose to, L- to Florida or not but when you lose four straight in the middle of the season and then you lose your last game at home to LSU it's not going to end well for for Jimbo Fisher
3: yeah yeah all right the uh the show is brought to you by Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center MississippiSportsMedicine.com Any age, any sport, any injury They've got you covered You'll see them out uh, High School Football M-A-I-S M-H-S-A-A You will see their team throughout the Jackson Metro area Friday Night Lights is always powered by Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center Big Board coming up next It's game day Good morning, welcome in we got a big remote tomorrow we'll tell you about
2: Swoochie Boochie. good morning to you
3: I want to give you an update on Jimbo Fisher. We'll we'll drop some audio in the 7.30 segment. That's a 24-minute segment, so it gives us time to, you know... Kind of lay everything out, do what we want to do. I do want to give you a heads up that 7 30, 8 30, and 9 30 every day, those are 24 minute segments. And we did them for you. I mean, long segments, no breaks, uh, where we can really get into an interview or goof off or maybe some kind of monologue that makes sense. Who knows? uh We are the Out of Bounds show, ESPN 1059 The Zone. Do you have a drop or are you okay? Um, I was reading an article on The Athletic this morning. And uh, this discussion is brought to you by Rick's Pro Truck, RPT. Spraying bedliners, lift kits. Blake's new tires are from Rick's Pro Truck and Gluckstep. So here we go. Um, Andy Staples uh, had a piece on the TheAthletic.com. And, and I know we went over some of this yesterday, but I want to do it again. Um, Jimbo and the Aggies have yet to score more than 24 points. Against an FBS opponent in twenty twenty two. It's really despicable. Fisher is thirty seven and eighteen at A and M. We ain't going nowhere. All right. And well they're battling for the Birmingham bowl, so we'll see how that lands.
1: <laughs> battling being the operative word. <laughs> yeah. Uh
3: the product on the field is regressing. And that that's that's an issue. Um, Say that again. The product on the field is regressing. Oh, you don't.
1: You're not supposed to go down. You're supposed to go up.
3: Right now, you can't always be ascending, but you can't be regressing for any long period of time. No.
1: Right. No. Okay.
3: Um, I mean, again, if you want to complain, well, you can't really complain in Oxford. But let's. I'll. I'll throw in both. If you want to complain about anything in Oxford or start, well, you can't really. Uh, Kiffin's done an amazing job. Leach has done a really good job. And when you look at where A&M's trending com, you know, compared to you. Auburn. <clears throat> uh, yeah. and, and Auburn, I fair put enough. both of them in there. Uh, yeah. Auburn's regressing big time. And yeah. they're having massive attrition. Yeah. So, um, you know, I thought Kiffin has taken advantage of the window of opportunity of a really, really, really down SEC West and down overall SEC. And good for him. And Leach has two to a certain extent. And if he had one more win, people would be all hot and bothered and lathering up in the shower and singing hell state and all this kind of crazy stuff um but a&m still has and let, let me read this they're three and four hold on with hang in there with me a&m is three and four and they have old miss left florida left auburn and lsu that's not a recipe for success. It's not.
1: Even if you're playing this well, is, that's right. tough.
3: Yeah. And and this is year, this isn't year one, and it's not year two, and it's not even year three. It's year five. Woo! I believe in giving coaches some time, uh, but I'm not alums and boosters that that decide, you know, when that time is up. But I believe in giving coaches some time, uh, I also acknowledge that they're paid an insane amount of money this day and age at the college level. And so, you know, you gotta you, you gotta expedite that process compared to nineteen eighty eight. Correct. Or ninety two when nobody when there was no money in the game and no one was making any money. Um but I thought I would throw that out and we have some unbelievable audio from Jimbo talking about recruiting and he just talks in circles it's phenomenal yeah and we're gonna drop that on the other side and i think you'll enjoy it um fisher is a fascinating guy and coach in that he he believed the hype and and when when the national media came down to Baton Rouge starting in about oh two, oh three, when Saban really got it kicked up and going, they labeled two guys boy geniuses yep. under Saban. Yep. And their names are Jimbo Fisher and Will Muschamp. Okay? Because the national media feels like they've got to name someone a boy genius. And if you remember, I do because I watched the games. I went down to Baton Rouge. That was still when I would travel to stadiums. No, thank you now. Um, and and there, that was a vanilla, vanilla, vanilla offense that they were running.
1: Okay. They had NFL running backs. They just handed yeah, it to three them at the time. Yeah. Three of
3: them Broussard, Adai, and the other one that I never can remember Hilliard. his name. I don't, maybe. But. I do remember Dalton Hilliard. Yeah. Maybe there was another Hilliard that came through. Dalton was in the late 80s, and he was phenomenal. Not that one. And and, <laughs> and, and, and ended up playing for the Saints. Anyway, uh, But and then he went to FSU, and yep. things were real rocky early. He threw a fifth that Bowden wasn't retiring. Eventually, Bowden did retire. A little bit of Philip Fulmer, Johnny Majors. I mean, Jimbo was busting his you-know-what, his rear, to get Bobby out the door. Eventually, they did. He hit on a phenomenal quarterback, and the ACC um, before Clemson got up and running, and Miami was awful. Okay, and none of those other teams are, are you know, I mean, Frank Beamer is one of the greatest coaches of all time. But Beamer would would win for a few years, and then let you, that's just what you do at programs like that. You know, um, he's still brilliant, but the bottom line is the ACC is weak. Boom, he catches a year where Bama screws up. He gets Auburn in the national championship.
1: And still almost loses and, to Nick Marshall, by the way. Right, who was
3: a DB at Georgia. Yeah. And it yeah. transferred to Auburn. He was a defensive <laughs> back at Georgia, transferred to Auburn, and became a quarterback, and somehow led them to yeah. the national championship. Might,
1: might be the biggest underappreciated coaching job of the last decade Gus, is that Malzahn-Auburn Gus almost and, title. Uh, who was was gus's
3: dc then love to know what it, it wasn't kevin Steele. i don't remember anyway um but kudos to gus i agree with you blake that was probably gus malzahn's um best coaching job ever considering auburn was <laughs>
1: wait is limited. that right ellis johnson was the defensive coordinator in 13 at auburn i just looked it up wow he was okay Ellis, Ellis, okay. and Rhett Lashley was the OC uh, under Malzahn. Right. Rhett Lashley now at uh, SMU. Yeah, but did, that, didn't he get fired? Or
3: that maybe there was rumors he no was fired that last may have,
1: week. okay it may have happened over the last like twenty four hours. I had not seen it. Okay, um, that may be the case. Anyway, yeah, Gus Malzahn is, and Ellis Johnson,
3: Jimbo Fisher uh, is now uh, making nine and a half million dollars a year, and it's fully guaranteed through twenty thirty one. Just to give you an idea, $9.5 million a year, fully guaranteed through 2031. Woo. Uh, I've got the number, and I, I, I trust Andy Staples. The number, according to Staples, is 85.9. Let's just round it up to 86 million. That's the buyout. Unless they can find some crazy way to get out of it. 86 or, million. Mitigate, you know, I don't know. You, you, you know. Jimbo will pay 50. I don't know why Jimbo would agree to any kind of, you know, reduced amount. But who knows? Um, and I don't think he will. The number, I love this quote. The number effectively makes Fisher the football equivalent of a Supreme Court justice. Clown axe. For the next five or six years. Woo! In other words, you can't be fired. Once you get that, that gig, you cannot be fired. There's only a few in the world and Supreme Court justice now Jimbo can be fired but they're going to to pay him out 86 million dollars so is it going to happen in December or next December because it's not going to get turned around he's not handing that playbook to like I don't know who I would say Joe Brady but Joe Brady wants to be in the NFL we are the Out of Bounds Show, brought to you by Superior Foundation for all your foundation repairs. Also, Dr. Kirk Jeffries and Eye Care Professionals are celebrating 20 years in business. Wow. Um, if you need cataract surgery, you want to go to Eye Care Professionals and Dr. Kirk Jeffries. We've got some Jimbo Fisher audio that you will
0: love coming up next. Baby, get up, Mr. on
2: When the lights are about to be turned off, you know what you need money! because you gotta somehow make that paper, right? Right. Money! Go the money! You come to the right place for that because it's time for Bo Bounce to, to show you the money!
3: day bar two. Oh man, the Matrix Man, college football's wild man. Analytics, all kinds of crazy stuff. Works with uh, coaches and athletic directors throughout the country, trying to give them a slight edge on the field on game day uh, for their team. Day bar two on the Dosaki guest line. Show me the money is powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge, and you're listening to 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. Dave Bartu on the Yingling Lager guest line. And Bartu, Jimbo is, is I, I think he's in dead man walking water. I mean, you, you lose to an average South Carolina team that doesn't believe in playing offense, and you're a top five recruiter. And now they host Lane Train and Ole Miss, and I think they're going to lose this weekend. Um Size this one up for me, Ole Miss at A and M, and A and M is three and four. Bartu.
2: Well, I mean, let's let's just start. Let's just break down the numbers, right? Or what what's where, where is it going wrong? Because we know it's not the recruiting, right? Well, we know it's not the recruiting. It's the top five recruiter for the last two years, so it's it's not a recruiting issue. And defense has been solid. yet Elko for for the for the first. 10, you know, first, what is it, five years with Jimbo? Is this year five or year six with Jimbo? Year five. Year five. Okay, so we had four years of Mike Elko, Rockstar, um, And then he brings in DJ Durkin, who's really good, okay? Defense is still top 25 in the country, okay? This off, it's the offense. Now, whoever's calling the plays, that guy needs to get fired probably because he is 99th in scoring efficiency this year. Ninety ninth, the, the the power five team right behind them on the scoring efficiency rankings is Cal. Cal, oh it, 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 Auburn. Okay, Auburn. Auburn is hundred and fourth. Missouri is 105th. Oh. a hundred and fifth. Oh, actually, actually, uh, uh, judging by your laugh, you're actually enjoying the misery of a and M fan right now. Um. So, so forward-thinking this, if, if Lane and Crum and Ole Miss, if they shut out a and this time Monday morning, A&M could ha- easily have the worst offensive efficiency in the SEC and bottom 20 in all of college football. I mean, we're talking UTEP. We're talking Texas State. We're talking Middle Tennessee. We're talking Miami of Ohio. Ball State is one spot ahead of them. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. This this will quantify how bad it is. How bad is Stanford offense, Bo? Awful. Awful. Yeah, they're ahead. A and M. Oh. They, they score. They score. They score at a better rate per snap than Texas A and M.
3: God, David Shaw doesn't even believe in scoring. Wow. <laughs>
2: Right? Third down punts, baby. Third oh. down I, 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 don't, I don't know what it is at a and I can't answer it because the staff, okay, the, the staff grading is good. And, and as bad as the offense is, look, Jimbo, we said it when he was hired at a and on this show, okay? He's an average head coach. He's middle of the road. He's 50th percentile of the last 15 years. He, there, there's nothing special. It's not terrible. There ain't nothing special about it on the field. But from a play-calling standpoint, he's actually pretty good. He's well above average. He's top, you know, top thirty-five percentile. Um, so the fact that this offense is so bad with this level of talent, it's it's really beyond comprehension. It, it totally is. I, I can't. It's inexplicable to me because the the staff is there, the recruiting is there, everything is there. It, it really is. I, I I have no rhyme or reason as to how it fell this far this fast. Um, so, you know, we'll go from there. But you look at the numbers alone, Ole Miss is still top 25 in offense and defensive scoring efficiency. Mm-hmm. And A&M is top 25 defensively, but barely top 100 offensively. You know, we, we've always talked about it too. The talent wins football games, especially in the SEC. Sure. So, so don't count AM out of this football game. They have the talent, obviously, to win it. Uh, but if if I got to bet twenty bucks on the money line, I am betting on the better performing team, and that by far has been Ole Miss year to date. Wow. Okay. Uh,
3: I think they're going to move off of him. I know that sounds insane. Uh, mm. If he, I, I, I say that. Bar two, if he loses this weekend, I think they lose against LSU, the last game of the year. So that's six and six, Mm -hmm. best case. But he's still got Florida coming to town. They may not. He may only win one more game, and that's you know against UMass. Uh, And he has to go to well, he has to go to Auburn. So
2: that that might be the toughest one. No, I know that sounds you know that sounds funny, right? But um, when is the Auburn game? How many games? How many weeks away is that? Is it two or three weeks?
3: It's uh, two.
2: Okay, so they play Ole Miss,
3: and then Florida. And, uh, I guess three, and then at Auburn.
2: Okay. Okay, so so at that point though, if they lose the next two, do they walk into Auburn already just defeated mentally? Right. Yes, that's that, that. That's a big part of it, right? And it's, see, it's,
3: they paid a bunch of players, and so this is what happens this day and age. There's there's handlers around them. Obviously, their parents think they're amazing. There's 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 a, there's a lot of um, uh, people are talking. They're in their ears. There's no telling where this could go, especially if if Lane takes care of them this weekend. I could see. The wills totally coming off, part
2: Oh yeah, and, and then and then it be, and then it, it, it could become an Auburn AM and bidding war for Lane. Right. You ever think about Lane to A and M?
3: He'd be as as unbelievable as he has been at Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. He would be even scarier at A and M.
2: Right. He's, he's so he's, he's plus four games, coach effect in three years at, at old miss wow that's with strong. top with with top 20 talent now now a m now it's hard to gauge a m's talent level because yeah look everybody's out buying play there's no nil it's just it's just a conduit to 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 get contracts with players right. but if you don't evaluate that well you can be really bad at it okay and, and so sort of it let's look, look to the nfl as an example okay uh jets the giants cleveland for you know for 10 years um they signed tons of guys signed more than anybody else in the nfl still terrible franchises they couldn't evaluate guys they just they gave money to everybody and there was no culture there was no continuity and so you're seeing a bunch of these college football programs fall into this trap of i'm just going to go get best guys available well you don't have any culture left these kids you know you bring in kids yeah you're paying them and they don't care if they're there or not. They're gonna go on to the next contract. You know, so you gotta be really careful in dealing with all of this stuff. You, your due diligence for not just player ability, but what's inside their head is more important than ever. Mm-hmm. So A and M may be on paper a top five recruiter, but, but mentally they just you know, they brought in a bunch of guys that nobody wanted. We see that all the time, you know, years ago. You go, How'd that five star, how'd that four star? Get to that program, yeah, because nobody wanted them. Right, had five star talent, one star, one star in the head, right. um, and and just had no you know commitment or whatever it is. So, you know, Lane at A and M. Look, they've done crazy things. The problem is, whatever brought Jimbo there, that decision process. If it's still the same decision process, who are you going to replace him with? So you fired Jimbo. Who who wants that job?
3: Oh, I think. I don't know if Urban eyes, Meyer wants right? back in, but but I, Lane, you know, I would think Lane Kiffin is on everybody's short list that has a, an A&M type job. I mean, it's only about 10 to 15 programs ahead of of Ole Miss. No, he's,
2: he's, he's on the SEC list. He's not going to the Big Ten. He's not going to the ACC. He's not going to the Big 12. He's not going to Pac-12. It's only SEC teams.
3: Right, or NFL. You're exactly else. right. Yeah.
2: Right there's no there's nowhere else. No. So the, the only teams that are looking at replacing anybody that recruit better in Ole Miss because if you're going to leave Ole Miss, it, it's got to be for better talent, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we we know the money's going to be there, but it's got to be for better talent. So Auburn can recruit better, A and M can recruit better. Nobody else is firing their head coach or replacing them. So to me, that's that's the only discussion: is if Lane's going to leave, if if he did leave Ole Miss. Um, those are the only two programs this year in which that would be open. That's it. There's no other list, you know. Um, but a and intriguing because they shot from the hip. You know, they shoot, aim, check with Fisher, and they're probably going to do it again. Um, and, and Lane would be the hottest thing they could bring in to keep everybody motivated.
3: Dave Bartu on the Out of Bounds show, what do you think about – let's switch gears – and Kentucky at Tennessee, it's 12.5 points. Um, it's um, in Knoxville.
2: On, on the, okay. On the season, just simple scoring effect, uh, scoring averages, it, uh, it is 15.4 point difference. So the actual spread isn't really different than how these teams have performed year to date. Okay. Uh, Tennessee on the season is a quarter point better than Kentucky per snap. On the season, okay, so you got a 60 snap game that's 15 points right there. That simple, right? Um, it's at Knoxville, which is which is a big deal. We know winning on the road is tough. Um, you got a better offense, you got a better defense, or at least equal to. I know everybody's getting on Tennessee about their defense, dude. And my social media just gets lit up by all these people showing me, look at Tennessee's total yards, dude. It's not a freaking yards board. Stop it! Any anytime you reference yards, you're dumb because it's a scoreboard. Yards don't matter. So Tennessee faces a gazillion plays because of Heifel's offense, right? And their scoring efficiency is still top twenty in the country. Still top twenty in the country. This is this is a team that went on the road, held, held LSU's offense, which has been good, by the way, to thirteen points in LSU. So if, if I got to go a direction in this in this football game um i'll i'll give you the points i'll take i'll take tennessee because tennessee uh better on offense better on defense they're at home they got better recruiting um i just i like everything about what they're doing right now obviously kentucky's defense can play anywhere anytime so that's kind of the scary part having that many points uh with that kind of defense they'll have a good game plan to slow it down but I don't think they're going to be able to slow it down enough. Setting up number one versus number two next weekend.
3: Ooh, Dave Bartu, the Matrix man on the Out of Bounds show in the Yingling Lager guest line. All right, speaking of Florida, Georgia, neutral field, you and I have been there. Um, I think 22.5 is too many uh, to give, Mm -hmm. Uh, but you may disagree with me. I think Florida can, can cover. How do you see it, Bartu?
2: man, you know, Florida struggled on both sides of the ball this year. Um, outside the top 50 defensive scoring efficiency, outside the top 50 offensive scoring efficiency, just can't click defensively. Uh, you know, we all knew what the problem was coming into the season. There's no big dudes in the middle. I mean, it was it was just, there was no beef on that line. And in the SEC, the Detsons. How are how, how you playing SEC football with a couple of defensive linemen? that aren't big enough so look georgia's top 10 in offense top number one in defense top 10 in offensive scoring efficiency um as much as i love the gators i wouldn't bet this dang thing at all okay not then, just just nothing because i i can really foresee um i i can see georgia covering that okay yeah, I, I could, could yeah. Easily, I, I could easily see them. You know, you, you get Georgia's best shot in this football game. Look, they, they just have – it's the number one scoring efficiency defense in college football. They, they're they just – they're still badass. Even, even after losing all those guys to the NFL, uh, they're having a phenomenal year that nobody's – it doesn't seem to be anybody seem to be talking about it because I think they're just taking it for granted. You know, they're kind of at that point where it's like, yeah, they're awesome. Let's not talk about them. It's boring because they've been doing it good now for – what season and a half, two and a half seasons. So, yeah, that that one. I'll I'll watch pieces of the game. I'll watch kickoff and hope that it's close. But Florida has just been struggling so much this year to find footing, and Georgia has just been so rock solid. I, I honestly think the only thing you can bet is bet with Georgia or don't bet at all.
3: <laughs> all right, so I I think Florida. I could be wrong. I I think they can cover.
2: All right, Arkansas
3: at Auburn. Let's wrap it up with this. Arkansas at Auburn. Mm -hmm. Um, Four points. Arkansas favored at Auburn. And Auburn looks to be, you know, in dumpster fire mode. Is is that too many for you, or which way are you going with this one?
2: Well, four points. Now, we've talked about the SEC. You always want to be on the side of, of the better recruiter. Right, that's, so that, that's what wins. Right, that's that, that's what wins football games. Now, you you look at the numbers year to date. What did we just say? Auburn is worse than AM in in offensive scoring efficiency. Okay, they're 104th in the country. Uh, defensively, where is Auburn? We'll consult the awesome spreadsheet in my mom's basement. 72nd on defense. So so we got 105. And seventy second for Auburn, Arkansas. Now Arkansas, the defensively has been struggling all season, um, and and they're sitting, they're sitting at one hundred eight defensively, uh, right there with SMU. So so it, it's kind of a wash in that regard, and I can see why it's a four point spread. Um, I, I think the motivation has to be looked at from the standpoint of is is, is what's Auburn playing for?
3: Uh, that's a right? great question.
2: You know, well, what's Auburn playing for? What what have they done? Now, Auburn's offense is 54th in the country, going up against the 72nd defense. So there's your spread. It, you know, Arkansas has just been the overall, both sides of the football you added up. Been the better team. I'm afraid of, I'm concerned about Auburn's motivation in the football game. Um so if I'm if I'm picking a side, I think Auburn's going to win the football game. They got better numbers. I think the motivation is going to be there. We know Pittman and Bryles like to run it up. So I'll take I'll I'll, I'll lead the points Auburn minus 4. Or uh, Arkansas minus 4. So Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anything else that jumps out at you this week? I mean, that's a huge line. Penn State Ohio State at Penn State, but are you still expecting Ohio State to blow their doors off? That's 15 and a half. Just real quick. I, I
2: don't know what to expect out of Ohio State. They haven't played anybody, right? I mean, they they don't deserve to be top four in the country right now. They don't. You know, you look at the AP, the AP, and the coaches poll. That's not what teams have done year to date. That's people forecasting the future. They just think Ohio State's going to win out. They're not really saying, "Oh, I think Ohio State is, is number one right now." No, they're saying, "I think they're going to be number one in twelve You know, in four weeks, in five weeks. In six weeks. So, you know, the playoff committee, if the playoff committee met today and put out their rankings, Tennessee and Georgia would be 1-2. Michigan would be 3. TCU would be 4. Clemson would be 5. Ohio State would be 6. That would be the ranking. Ran whoa, whoa, ran whoa, whoa. whoa. I want you to go over that yep. slow one more time. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Number 1-2, Georgia-Tennessee. That would be your number 1 and number 2 team from the committee today. They have more – their combination of quality wins and top 25 wins is better than anybody else in the country. Not even close. Mm-hmm. That's one and two, okay? That's what it's going to be next week. If both teams win this weekend, that's what it's going to be next week. Tennessee, Georgia, number one, number two, week 10. That's the matchup. And people will be like, oh, they just ranked them that way to have a one-two matchup. No. They earned it. Look at the schedule, dumbass. Okay. So, then you go, and then number three is going to be Michigan. You look at their quality wins, top 25 wins, they, their resume's solid. TCU, same thing, okay? Clemson has what? One top 25 win? Beat Syracuse. Nothing really quality, not a whole lot of quality there, so they're, they're easy number five. Then Ohio State's number six. They got, they did beat anybody, man. There's no top 25 wins. I'm not even sure if they have a quality win on their resume right now. Mm. Mm. Okay, so so could they be number one at the end? Sure, they could. They're going to play Michigan. They're going to play Penn State. But today, what they have done through eight weeks before playing Penn State, they're the number six team in the country in the playoff committee model. And, and we've talked about the model. It's never missed. It's always been right, one through four. And it's what Hancock gave us. It's, it's followed it step for step for, what, seven years now. So, now Ohio State may take a bump up, beating Penn State, if, they, if the margin of victory is good enough, bumping them up. But I'm, I'm curious about this game because Penn State's good. It's at home. Penn State's a top-10 talent team. They're top-25 in offense. They're top-25 in defense. So, I, I don't think Ohio State's going to blow them out. Ohio State's numbers here to date are awesome, number one in offense, number four in defense. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they're not a great football team, but they haven't earned the playoff committee ranking yet. Now that starts this weekend, and we'll see what happens with that football game. I I think that's one to to really take a look at because if they don't blow out Penn State, if it's a tight game, then I'm still still going. Ohio State will be five or six.
3: Come next Tuesday. Ah, college football rankings next Tuesday. All right. Bar 2 is on the Bo Knicks for Heisman train. (laughs) All right. So everybody likes to just take what they see right off the bat. And Oregon was embarrassed by Georgia, but they have played good football, and he has played really good football since then. Uh, it's just not a lot of people this side of Texas or the Mississippi River have watched Oregon football, but uh, he's played some damn good football. So we'll we'll see. We'll continue to monitor that. All right, but at the Caribbean in December. I guess I'll meet you down there. That sounds good. I
2: right. it, it, it'll it'll be for work though, man. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not expecting to uh, to to have the fun and games of it. So uh, I've never been. Oh my so, god, you'll I'm, love it. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about I'm excited about going um, uh, that the, in, in that direction. Uh,
3: we'll,
2: we'll uh, I'll I'll feed you all the cool stories from it uh off the air.
3: It's gorgeous. You, it's beautiful. It's everything that they it's uh, you you're going to absolutely love it. That's awesome. You'll probably move there, uh get a contract gig and you're going to have to tell the wife, she has to leave um <laughs> outside of Portland in rural Oregon to go live in the Caribbean but uh, alright brother um, be good all hail Jimbo Fisher and we'll see what happens this weekend
2: we will see what happens this weekend that's why we play the game
3: be good dude Dave brother. on the Yingling Lager Guest Line the Caribbean man you know he's got to have some kind of real beach shirt Jimmy Buffett thing going on and uh, take some pics for us when he's down there working with uh, all kinds of cool people. Um, he's already working with Tony Dorsett, Jackie Slater, and um, Mike Singletary with his uh, hemp for pros business, hempforpros.com. Thanks to Dave Bartu for joining us at CFB Matrix on the Twitter. Hey, don't forget if you miss any of the show, go to Apple Podcast, search out of bounds with bow bounds. Apple Podcast, search out of bounds with bow bounds show is brought to you by the Golden, Moon, Casino, Sportsbook, and Lounge. It is super cool and a great place to watch the games. Woo! See ya. Step into the world
1: of
2: power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family
1: no purchase necessary vgw group void prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply
0: it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash